Good morning. My name is still Abby and I am still your horror host and this is still Meet My Monsters. Okay, so good morning guys. It's been a hot damn minute since I last came to you. It's just been a little bit over a month. And I'm so sorry about that, everybody, for my un- unplanned hiatus. Um, but basically what happened was um, I got involved in a fitness competition and then that took up all of my time. And no, I didn't place anywhere. So what was it for? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not joking about the fitness comp part. But yes, it was for a lot of reasons. But nonetheless, guys, I'm coming to you at, I think it's like half past five in the morning right now. No, it's 10 to 6. Look at me. Yeah, I'm coming to you at 10 to 6 in my pajamas, in my study on a sunny Saturday morning here in South Africa. But yes, does anyone else do that? Like, (laughs) I've just found, like, my body during the week is like, no, I don't want to get up when the alarm goes off. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, but particularly Saturdays, I'll wake up at about 5 and just be like, hey, oh, I'm ready to go. I don't know, maybe I'm just super excited for the weekend and I'm, my body can't take it anymore and it's just got to get out there. But nonetheless, guys, hi, it is good to be back, my little baby monsterinos. So without further ado, let's jump straight into today's cryptid because I know how much you guys have missed me. So I don't want to keep you waiting any longer. Fuck, hello. But anyways. Situated between a sleepy old town and a dark, creaking forest lies the Church of St. Mornin and St. Stephen. Why this church has two saints, I don't know. But perhaps it need to be... Eh? <laughs> Ready. But perhaps it needs to be doubly blessed to ward off the wicked winged fiend that lives in its towers. The church grounds are filled with gravestones and ley lines, adding to the spookiness of it all. However, these are nothing compared to the resident of the bell tower, the Owlman of Cornwall. So if you are a holiday maker and you are looking for a peaceful English countryside trip, may I not suggest making camp near this 13th century church. So particularly if you're a female, apparently. Um, if you don't heed my warnings, then cool, that's up to you. Uh, but if you don't, you may just be surprised by a visit from this avian cryptid. So yeah, guys, today we're going to be talking about the Owl Man of Cornwall. And I know in my little intro, I mentioned something called ley lines. And if you, like me, had no idea what they were, because I was today years old, yay! It's super early for that, I know, but (laughs) I was today years old, I'm not lying. So ley lines apparently are straight lines throughout the world which connect big like um not big buildings not massive buildings but like structures and monuments and statues and it's just bizarre like they perfectly straight lines connecting all of these not religious either but just these statues and old kind of monuments so it's really weird but nonetheless the owl man of cornwall is a relatively newcomer to the cryptid game So this guy was first spotted in the 1920s 
which is much to most people's surprise, and I'll tell you why later. So, but no, actually, I won't. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> so, why I say this is much to most surprise is because um, a lot of people tend to think that the first sighting of the Owl Man took place in the 1970s. But if you were one of those people, you would definitely be wrong. But before I get into the various accounts of the Owl Man, let's first discuss what this bestie looks like. So, um, the, the Owl Man is definitely the stuff of nightmares. Let me just put it like that. It's, if I had to run into this guy, I wouldn't be sleeping for a while. So, um, I know quite a few people who have a fear of birds. <laughs> And let me just say, seeing the owl man would definitely send him into some kind of catatonic state because, I don't know, this creature is kind of very eerie looking. So, people generally say that the owl man of Cornwall stands about five feet tall and upwards. Um, eyewitnesses have reported seeing large red glowing eyes. All witnesses account for him having pointy ears. The owl man's body, bar his legs, are completely covered in um, brown-gray feathers. The legs have been reported to be very, very bird-like, bar the feet, which have been reported to be more like pincers, so a crab claws than an actual like owl or falcon claw. So, apart from the terrifying appearance of this beast, there are a few other things to take note of. So, the owl man is said to live in the Morning Smith. Um, church of cornwall and specifically he calls that double barrel saint church his home so visitors to the church of saint mornan and saint stephen have often reported hearing a strange static noise coming from the surrounding woods of the church furthermore and probably spookiest yet the small back door of the church is often marked with small hand and fingerprints which tend to appear and disappear at random so i don't know something's tr either trying to get in or that just freaked me out <laughs> when you see these tiny little handprints. I don't know. Like, is it the owl's foot pushing on the door? I don't know. But anyway, so now that we know what the dude looks like and we have been thoroughly chilled by the facts about the church, let's get into the meat of the story. The eyewitness accounts. Okay, so the first sighting... Um, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people seem to think that the Owlman was first spotted in the area in 1976. However, it seems that for some reason, the locals have forgotten the widely published tale of two small boys who encountered the Owlman. On June the 4th, 1926, the Cornish Echo published an article describing how two small boys had been attacked by, and I quote, a very peculiar very large and very aggressive feathered thing. So the attack was reported to have taken place um, between Mount Hawk and Pawthorn. Guys, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering those names. I'm trying. Just be with me. So now keep in mind that this is a good like 14 and a half miles away from Warren Smith and the now residency of Owlman. But I mean, guys, this guy, this, this bloody bird thing is huge. A 34-minute car ride is nothing <laughs> for a man-sized bird in flight. Let's just all put that in perspective. But nonetheless, I digress. So anyways, back to these kiddos. So the two boys are found between Mount Hawk and 
Hawthorn, and they're running wildly and screaming at the top of their lungs through the streets. And I'm literally not making that up. That was in the paper. So the article states that the boys were screeching so loudly as they were being attacked by this flying creature that the local adults came out to help them. So the adults then proceeded to kill the creature. Where the body is now, I don't know. <laughs> but this is what the Cornish Echo says. So they killed the creature. However, once they had done so, none could identify what kind of creature this was at all, nor could they confirm that it was even avian. So they couldn't even say, yeah, bro, this is a big bird. They were just like, ugh, what is that? Anyway, so just hang on to this little weird fact because it comes in it comes back in another eyewitness account that we're going to discuss quite soon so that is the first encounter the first reported encounter ever of this avian beast so now we jump to literally 50 years ahead in time and find ourselves at april 17th 1976 so sisters june and vicky melling were on holiday in morning smith with their family Originally from Lancashire, am I saying that right, Lancashire? Yeah, there we go. The family had decided to spend their Easter holidays in the countryside, but their trip was cut short when the sisters came across the most terrible sight. So the pair were making their way past Mornin Church of many names. I couldn't find the time that they were passing by, but for spook's sake, spook, spook, I'm going to say that it was the evening, because that is scary to see a big bird man. <laughs> But in saying that, however, you know, like thinking about that, if I was a parent and I had two little girls, there's no ways I would let my 12 and 9-year-old wonder any countryside anywhere alone at night by themselves. No. <laughs> I'd just be like, never. But anyways, back to the story of the Mellings. So the Mellings are making their way past the church when suddenly they saw a large man hovering above one of the church towers. Um, in place of arms, they reported it having um, wings coming out of the shoulder sockets, which is, yeah, interesting. So naturally, they ran like hell back to their parents. <laughs> so the girls were so terrified by what they had seen that the family decided to cut their vacation short by um, three days, it said, and hightail it back to Lancashire. So that is like the OG encounter that everybody is familiar with, is these two little, the Milling sisters, coming into contact with the Owlman. So next up, only a few months later, another pair of girls were camping nearby the church grounds. So Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry were making camp for the night when suddenly, around 10pm, both girls heard a strange hissing sound coming from their surrounds. The girls went to investigate, and let me just tell you right now, <laughs> these little girls are much braver than I am. Oh, that's also Sally and Barbara were said to be like 14 at the time. Because if I heard a hissing sound when I was 14 coming from a tree nearby me, <laughs> I would be like, no, 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 not today, Satan, bye. <laughs> but anyway, so these two little brave girls went to investigate, but regretted their decision almost instantly. So they came across what they later described as an abnormally large bird, silver-gray in color. In an interview conduc conducted with Anthony Shelley, Sally recalled her encounter with the Owlman as follows. It was big like an owl with pointed ears, as big as a man. The eyes were red and glowing. 
At first, I thought it was someone dressed up, playing a joke, trying to scare us. I laughed at it. We both did. Then, it went up in the air and we both screamed. When it went up, you could see its feet were like pincers. It's true. It was horrible. A nasty owl face with big ears and big red eyes. It was covered in grey feathers. The claws on its feet were black. It just flew straight up and disappeared into the trees. And that's all that was said about Sally and Bob's. So next up, literally <laughs> the next day, so we go from July the 3rd, 1976, to July the 4th, um, yet another pair of sisters were spooked by the Owlman. So apparently July and June is prime Owlman spotting time. So if you are ornithology mad and you want to go bird spotting for the Owlman, do it at this time. But nonetheless, Jane Goodman and her sister, who is not named, were two on holiday in Cornwall. She later sent a letter to the Falmouth Packet. I think I'm saying that right. Falmouth Packet. Packet? I don't know. Anyways, it's like a little gazette magazine. Describing her encounter with this horrid beastie. It was in the trees, standing like a full-grown man, but the legs bent backwards like a bird's. It saw us and quickly jumped up and rose straight through the trees. My sister saw it very closely before it rose up. No, my sister and I, not just her little sister. Anyways, my sister and I saw it very closely before it rose up. It had red slanting eyes and a very large mouth. The feathers are silver grey and so are the body and legs. The feet are like big black crab's claws. We were frightened at the time. It was so strange, like something from a horror film. After the thing went up, there were crackling sounds in the treetops for ages. Our mother thinks that we made it all up because we read about these things. But that simply is not true. We really saw the Birdman, though it could have been someone playing a trick in a very good costume and makeup. But how could it rise up like that? If we imagined it, then we both imagined it at the same time. Okay, and that takes us out of the 70s. So apparently there were more sightings in the 80s. Not a lot, but um, also nothing noteworthy. So now, the next encounter that we're going to talk about takes us a few years into the future once more. So this time we are coming to you from 1995. The roaring 90s. Abby was five years old. Yeah, that's about all that I can tell you about 95. Oh, South Africa won the first Rugby World Cup. I think it was their first Rugby World Cup that they ever won in 95. <laughs> My husband's going to yell at me for getting that wrong later. But I can tell you very truly that Francois Pinot was the captain of that book team. <laughs> but anyways, random 95 facts aside. So, this time the victim is a young female student holidaying in Cornwall. Once she returned home, she wrote the following letter to the Western Morning News. Dear Sir, I am a student of marine biology at the Field Museum, Chicago. On the last day of summer vacation in England, last Sunday evening, I had the most unique and frightening experience in the wooded area near an old church in Mornin, Cornwall. I experienced what I can only describe as a vision from hell. The time was 15 minutes after nine, more or less, and I was walking home along a narrow track through the trees. I was halted in my tracks. About 30 meters ahead, 
I saw a monstrous birdman thing. It was the size of a man with a ghastly face, a wide mouth, glowing eyes and pointed ears. It had huge, clawed wings and was covered in feathers of silver-gray color. The thing had long bird legs, which terminated in large black claws. It saw me and rose, floating towards me. I just screamed, then turned and ran for my life. The whole experience was totally irrational and dreamlike. Friends tell me that there is a tradition of a phantom owl man in that district. Now I know why. I have seen the phantom myself. Please don't publish my real name and address. This could adversely affect my career. Now I have to rethink my worldview entirely. Yours very sincerely, a scared eyewitness. So remember I said earlier, um, we're going to come back to a fact of the owl man's facey. So this just kind of got to me, this letter where the lady describes that, um, you know, no one describes the owl man as having a beak. They can't see its beak, but this one describes a large mouth. So that just freaked me out. I was like, oh my word. <laughs> What's going on with the owl man's mouth? That's, yeah, so that's just the point that I wanted to make is like how those two tie together. So, interestingly enough, we're done with the, the eyewitness accounts now, everybody, just so you know. But interestingly enough, our men are not synonymous to Cornwall. So, the first ever documented encounter with an owl man can be found in a, ni not 19, sorry, a 1798 Canadian settler's uh, diary. So, once again, the creature is found within a church's grounds. So, I don't know. Apparently, the owl man is super religious, paying for his sins. I don't know. I don't get it. But anyways, so this bloke can be found in church's grounds, once again, in Canada. So his story tells of a man or a ghost of a man who had the ability to transform into a man-sized owl. So in the years to come, 1811 to be precise, several newspapers reported on various accounts from farmers and servants alike who saw a kind of winged man with tiny features, save for the huge luminous eyes. And that's a direct quote. So more than a hundred encounters of the Ontario Owlman were logged in um, the early 19th century, describing a small, thin man, either with wings coming directly out of his back or replacing his arms. So similar to what um, the pair of sisters saw in Cornwall. So this particular owlman frequented graveyards and forests and could mainly be found after nightfall. Now, isn't that terrifying? <laughs> I wouldn't be... No, you wouldn't catch me dead in a graveyard. Well, you'd only catch me dead in a graveyard, I suppose. But yeah, not willingly being alive would I go to a graveyard at night. Call it superstition? I don't know, but that's just me. Yeah. So anyways, now we get to that fantastical part of discovering what the Owlman can actually be. So there are a few suggestions, and by a few, I literally mean a few because it's two, <laughs> suggestions as to what this creature could actually be. So the first and most popular explanation is an actual owl. So yeah, this by a long shot is the most popular explanation for the Owlman of Cornwall. And the owl in particular that people are kind of blaming for this beastie's appearance is the Eurasian eagle owl. 
So this birdie is actually quite a good fit because it has the pointed ear feather things. It's got creepy large eyes and a relatively large body as far as owls go. However, the owl is nowhere near man-sized. So the size of the owl varies between 50 to 70 centimeters long, and it's got a wingspan of 2 meters. So that is a large wingspan for an owl, but its little body, I mean, that's not a human-sized body hanging there, you know. That's like, what, 2 feet, so... <laughs> The body size is nowhere near the size of a five-foot man. So we're missing about three feet in that department. But good try. But you know what? One thing that I did think about that is owls can be spooky, especially large owls. I mean, like if I had to see a large owl in a church, I'd also probably freak out and trip balls and run away and tell my parents I saw a bird man. <laughs> but then the student, you know, the 95 letter that the student wrote, uh, guys, it's all too much to be an owl. So another popular suggestion is that the owl man is nothing more than a man. <laughs> so many have often suggested that the owl man of Cornwall is, you know, nothing more than a prankster dressed up and ready for a laugh. So the first, this is where we're going to touch on the first two reported eyewitness accounts of the 70s. Um, now, by the Milling sisters and by the friends Bob's and Sally. So anyways, they the first two 70s encounters were reported by British media personality Anthony Doc Shields. And I say Doc in inverted commas because he's, I don't think he's really a doctor. But anyways, apparently Shields was a notorious prankster and people were um, certain that he'd made up both stories given by the four girls. So people were saying, you know, like the Mailing sisters made up their story or, you know, Sally and Barbara knew Doc Shields and they were just helping him out and making his case and making his story, but whatever. So that's all good and well. So perhaps Shields did make up those two accounts, but that doesn't explain the others, all right? That doesn't say anything about the 95 letter, the 1920 um, newspaper thing with the little boys who were being chased. The little, little, oh, there I am. So perhaps it is an ongoing joke. I mean, maybe one local family, <laughs> maybe one local family has like an Alman suit that they just kind of don and then they pass it down in the generations and it's like a coming of age thing where you are now old enough to play the, the Alman. I'm not sure, but <laughs> you know, who knows? I'm not convinced about that. So now we get to my favorite part of the episode, and that is, what does Abby think the Owlman is? Um, cryptid, like, duh. <laughs> no, but actually, no, I'm, I'm quite torn on this account, to be specific. So I don't think that the Owlman is a person, you know, just based on Jane Goodman's description of the backward-facing knees and, you know, everyone's description of the flyingness of the owl but I'm also not sure that this thing is a cryptid either so if it were it would have to be a breed of creatures based on you know its longevity of the stories and you know don't breeds of creatures not all dogs live in the same place you know so not all owl men are going to choose the mountain smith church what saint mountain saint stephen church to continuously live in so um 
Another interesting fact is that Owlman has also been compared to Mothman quite a few times. And people have been like, okay, is that, you know, the, the Cornish cousin of Mothman and whatever. But, you know, that kind of comparison did get me thinking. So perhaps the Owlman of Cornwall is similar, you know, is a similar kind of thing to Mothman. You know, he's a similar alien. However, <laughs> like, I don't know, he's like the useless cousin of Mothman because he never appears before a disaster as a warning. So <laughs> he's just like the spooky, useless cousin that does nothing but terrify people. So perhaps the Owlman is a UFO who lost his way and has been, you know, banished to living in the turrets of old church towers ever since. I don't know. Another thing that um, the Owlman could definitely be is some kind of ghostly apparition or demon. I don't know. <laughs> but then, you know, my argument for demonic entities comes in. Why would he live in a church if he's a demon? Uh, like, isn't that not allowed? Isn't that against the rules of demonic things? <laughs> Just putting that out there, you know. So... Between you, me, and the wall, I'm actually leaning towards either an alien or an otherworldly being, but a benign otherworldly being. So it's just, you know, for me, it's weird that the Canadian Owlman also chose to live in church grounds. I'm just like, what is the tie? Is the Owlman super religious? I don't know. Does he have to go to church every Sunday? Who knows? Only he does. So... I don't know, perhaps the people in the surrounding areas were merely swept up in the thrill of a graveyard or maybe they just really freaking saw what they did. And I'm going to go with the latter. But anyways, guys, if you want to tell me what you think the Owlman is, you can find me, as always, on Instagram, which is meet underscore my underscore monsters. You can hit me up on Twitter, which is meet monsters. You can send me a Gmail to meet my monsters potty, P O D Y, at gmail.com. Or you can check out my site, which is meetmymonsters.com. Anyways, guys, I've missed you all, my baby monsterinos, and I'm so excited to get back into this with you. But, anyways, I hope you guys are having a fantastic spook spook season of October. I know I'm super excited for it. But anyways, I will catch you next week and bye!